0: Hi, my love. Growing podcast community. Now, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Ascend Podcast. I'm your host, Deandre Nicolette. I help visionary women step into their true power and manifest a life and business they love through modern day spirituality and mindset design. I went from feeling unfulfilled and completely lost to implementing spiritual habits and reprogramming my mindset so that I could reclaim my power. Every Wednesday and Sunday, we'll ditch the toxic mindsets and subconscious beliefs holding you back from becoming the powerful businesswoman that you were meant to be. So, now that you know who I am, I have one question for you. Are you ready to ascend? everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. So today I am so excited because it is my first podcast interview. If you guys follow me over on Instagram, then you know I've been talking about some of the upcoming interviews that are going to be happening on this podcast, and today is the first one. So today we're going to be chatting with Brianna Rose. Brianna is a Kundalini business coach. So today, Brianna is going to be talking all about what she does as a Kundalini business coach and how she basically... She basically left the corporate world to follow her calling and built up a business that made half a million dollars in its first year and is on track to reach a million dollars in revenue this year alone. So... I'm going to stop rambling. I want this intro to be very, very short. But if you want to hear Brianna and I talk all about Kundalini, all about human design, all about energy and her business, go ahead and keep listening. And uh, for anyone that wants to connect with Brianna, I will be leaving her Instagram, her website, all her goodies and info down in the description bar and everything else that we touch on in this episode. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Okay. So... Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I am so excited to have you on. So, I guess the first thing I really want to do is just have you kind of tell your my audience like who you are, what you do, just give like a little bit of a backstory. Sure. I'm so
1: excited to be here. Thank you so much. Um, a little bit about me. So basically, I'm Brianna Rose, and I am a Kundalini business coach. So I help women entrepreneurs get laser focus on their message, share their gifts with the world, and make more impact and income through their businesses. We focus in on their energetic strategy first, and then we build their business according to their energetic blueprint. So I help women build impactful online empires, focusing in on their energy first, alignment flip first, and then building out all of the, the strategy and the funnels and all those yummy Mm -hmm. things.
0: I love that. So I'm just like really, really big on energy. Honestly, I feel like we're in this world where masculine energy is like really valued in terms of like strategy and really working hard and things like that. So I kind of like that you talk about just, um, building off of like Kundalini and building off like really good energy in order to make your business successful. Mm -hmm. And as I was doing some research, because I love doing my research, (laughs) um, I saw on your site that you describe yourself as, um, you don't describe yourself with your job title. You don't really say anything. Well, you say you're a Kundalini business coach, but you really talk about being a channeler, being a truth seeker, being a stream of divine consciousness, which Mm -hmm. I love that description. And I guess I wanted to know why you choose to describe yourself that way instead of by your degrees or your title.
1: Yeah. That's such a good question. Um, <clears throat> I, I love that we're kind of starting off at that. So a little bit about me is I come from like a very heavily corporate background. I have my degree in advertising, marketing communications. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in Manhattan and it was always like, and I'm from New York, na- native New Yorker. And it was always ingrained to be, yes, <laughs> to be like the hustler, right. To have like that, that mm-hmm. masculine version, like what we're taught to be like, just go, 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 hustle, hustle, mm-hmm. hustle. So, um, <clears throat> Originally, I used to always just kind of define myself by... My educational accolades and um, the, the title, and I realized I'm like that doesn't really mean anything. Like, of course, I say it when we when we just did this podcast, so people can kind of understand what it is that I do. But I think mm-hmm. once people are entering into my world, it's so important. And this is for all of us as entrepreneurs, is to really allow people to see you in a deeper level instead of it being about the title. Um, it's really about your truth and your identity and what you bring forward inside of your business. What is the experience? What is the transformation that you provide for your clients? So a large part of the work that I do with my clients, I call it their satnam and kundalini. It's a mantra that we use and it means truth is my name. Truth is my identity. So I help them to get clarity on that. So for me, my satnam is I'm a truth seeker. I'm a catalyst for, um, you know, magnetizing your soulmate clients and being the biggest transformation in your life like for me that describes so much more about my work and who I am versus saying I'm a business coach right mm-hmm. a business coach can be super flat and I think that the work that we're here to do is multi-dimensional and how can that ever be provided in just a singular job title
0: oh I love that okay <laughs> I've also been stumbling into Kundalini and um, I did like a YouTube video which was like an intro to Kundalini the other yeah. day and Satnam was one of the kriyas that they had mm. us doing, where you're doing kind of like the the thumb, mm-hmm. um, like the different finger touches and going mm-hmm. through the kriya, and I loved it. By the way, because I I don't usually love yoga, I will say that or meditation, to be quite honest with you, but this sure. time I felt like it was it was really aligned with me. Mm-hmm. So you talk about um, having that corporate background. Yeah. I feel like a lot of my audience identifies with because I know a lot of people who listen are still in that nine to five. They are still in kind of that hustle and grind mentality. Mm. And so I kind of want to know what made you shift from that corporate, um, you know, identity, that corporate job to going sure. into something like kundalini business coaching?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Um, long story short, I could like, this could be like a whole novel that I can share with you, but long story short is my whole life. Um, I've been naturally clairvoyant. so I've always been able to see energy and see spirit. And I prayed for it to go away my whole entire life. Cause it was really scary because there wasn't that many people mm-hmm. that I knew, um, that were able to do that. So I kind of was like the, in the closet spiritualist, like on the outside. I was like hustle and grind and not paying attention to my intuition at mm-hmm. all. Um, but that was just naturally me. So, um, that's what I spent most of my life doing. And then when I was early twenties, like 23, 24, um, I was a PR marketing director. I had basically everything like I have a nice salary I have the car I had you know the savings account my student loans were paid off like I should have been like living the life but in reality mm-hmm. I was so depressed anxious and detached from who I was because I was just living what I thought that I had to do and I remember I had this moment where I thought to myself, I'm like, how am I supposed to do this? I'm 23 or 24. Like, how am I supposed to do this until I'm 65? I'm this depressed right now. How am I going to do this for the rest of my life? This is horrible. Um, And right around that time, one of my close friends passed away. And that was like a huge shift for me. It was really the spark of my spiritual awakening because... I was like, okay, so she's gone. Um, You know, life is really short. And also, how do I connect with her? How do I connect with spirit? I know I'm able to see energy. Like, let Mm -hmm. me just like lift the veil off. So once I made that commitment to myself, it was kind of like um – of rude awakening to the spiritual world. And, but through that, a lot of teachers showed up the practice that I was working for. Um, you know, it was a wellness practice and we all of a sudden started hiring like acupuncturists and Reiki masters. So for me, I was like, this is interesting. So I started just like learning more about it. Didn't, had no idea what Reiki was. And I started connecting with the Reiki masters. And before I knew it, I was being attuned to, you know, Reiki master and I was learning all that energy. Um, and then I had this moment where I said to myself, I can use my gifts here for one business and Mm -hmm. I can make a lot of money and be comfortable or... I can leave, get uncomfortable and truly share myself with the world, Mm -hmm. um, rather than kind of hiding behind like someone else's business. So I did that five years ago. I left the career position, um, did not have a business plan in place, but just believed in myself enough to make it happen for myself. And the first four years in my business, um, I did branding and web design because for me that felt comfortable. I was still hiding. And, um, for me, I was like, all right, well, everyone needs a website, so I'll never be out of a job. Like there will always be something that I can do. So that paid the bills. I never had like an extravagant Income for myself, and I kept thinking, I'm like, why am I not successful? Why am I not hitting multiple six figures? Why is this not taking off? So I was doing like branding and web design as like a front kind of like I did it and I loved it, but underneath the surface, I was doing deeper studies in kundalini, Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, sound healing, quantum physics, success success frequencies, um, and doing all like that deeper work. And I kept hearing the same message over and over again. I just kept saying, close down the branding business. Let people see who you really are. Close down this branding business and mm-hmm. Be a coach, be a leader, be a speaker. So I did that a year ago. I finally caved in and I was like, all right, well, this is exactly how I'm paying my bills. So, universe, you better hook me up. Mm-hmm. And I better be supported. Yes. Um, so I closed down my branding business and I started Kundalini business coaching. I was the first person to ever create that methodology. Still, I'm kind of the only person doing it. So it was a completely new path that I was going down. But the first mm-hmm. month in my business, I didn't have a website, didn't have a sales funnel, like didn't have the traditional, like a masculine thing that you need for your business to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my Instagram profile and I had my Facebook page and I was like, all right, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to share this work, this work that I've been studying basically my whole life for about energy and its relationship to success and Kundalini and mm-hmm. all these Things. So I did that my first month in business. I booked out my one-on-one program. I hit my first $15,000 month. Um, and I know it was crazy. And back in the branding business, my highest month was like four or 5k. So to go from like wow. that to 15k, I was like, all right. I don't even have a website. I don't even have anything, and this is what I'm doing. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I just kind of exponentially grew from there. My first year in business, I hit half a million dollars. Just closed that out. Um, that was without any advertising. It was just like organic growth. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's it's wild. And now we're we just started year two for us, and we're on set to at least hit a million, probably even surpass. Oh my it. gosh! So <laughs> <I'm good. laughs>
0: that's a little bit about me my <laughs> <transition>. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And so you kind of talk about this sort of spiritual awakening. Right. And I feel like we, well, at least I now I'm hearing more people talk about like awakening or kind of like coming into, coming into themselves and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I want to know when you were hearing this voice of like, Mm -hmm. you got to close down the branding business, you have to do something bigger. You're meant for more. Um, was that happening during like meditations? Was that kind of happening as you were working on, you know, client work for your branding business? Like how was that message coming to you?
1: Yeah, that's such a good question. It was, it started off small where like I'd hear it briefly in meditation where like I'd mm-hmm. see like visions of myself not doing the branding anymore, doing mm-hmm. more coaching work. And I was like, all right, well that, that looks kind of cool. And, um, you know, I don't know. Are you familiar with Gabby Bernstein? I am. Yeah. I so am. I, whenever I'd see her, I'd, I'd say to myself, damn, like I want to do that. Like that's, that's what yeah. I want. I want to be walking on stage. I want to be changing people's lives. And then I'd look at and see that I was doing websites, which is fine. But I was like, that's not aligning. Like i am mm-hmm. seeing myself as this like beautiful, like spiritual teacher, yet I'm sitting here creating someone's website. So mm-hmm. I'd started off small, but I couldn't ignore those like intuitive prompts. And then it was just whenever I'd be working on client work or I'd be driving or walking whenever I'd be like just clearing my minds, it would just mm-hmm. be of me doing the work that I'm doing now. Um, I just kept hearing it over and over again. Anytime I did a meditation or a journal journal exercise, it always came around to coaching, speaking, teaching, healing, yeah. mentoring, nothing about design. Like I couldn't ignore it. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. nothing is coming up about design. So why am I doing it? And the real reason I think a lot of us have this is that we start our businesses and we do what we feel like is safe, not exactly what mm-hmm. is aligned because we're like, all right, well, this, this is like what I need to do to make success. This is what I do to make money or, um, you know, this feels safe for me when in reality it's actually unsafe because you're just Mm saying, being really comfortable
0: and you're never going to allow yourself
1: to fulfill your soul's mission.
0: Exactly. And, um, it's so funny that you also talk about like this branding business, because actually at the start, well, the end of last year slash the start of this year, I kind of decided to go into a route of like doing design because I had those same ideas of, I know how to do this. It would be a safe thing. I would make money. People would pay me and it would, I would always have work to do. Yeah. And it just felt so al- like unaligned going into it because it was like, even though I knew I could do it, I just didn't feel comfortable. It just never felt right as I was working on client work mm. or as I was talking about these things. I'm like, this isn't me. Like this isn't who I am. So I totally get that. And I guess my other question too is, Did you have any sort of limiting beliefs when you were transitioning from the brand? Well, so you're like nodding your head. I'm already
1: nodding for the people that are listening. I'm nodding already, yes. Yes. Um, Yeah,
0: yeah. Can you talk about those a little bit? And like, I guess, what were the biggest things and what you had to tell yourself or what you had to remind yourself in order to kind of bust through some of those limiting beliefs?
1: You have one unheard message. I could really use current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many living beliefs. I just had this story. This, this was like one of my stories was, people need web design. People need something tangible, right? Cause like Mm -hmm. when you're, when you finish the web design product, they're they're getting something from it, right? They're getting a full-fledged web design. They're getting the logo. People need that. People don't need coaching. People don't need mentoring. People need something tangible. This is so intangible. Why would people pay Mm -hmm. for that? That was like one of the ones that I had to really bust through. I also just had, you know, there's so many, um, and I think we all struggle with this as entrepreneurs is there's so many imposter stories. Like, who are you to teach this? Who are you? You need more learning. You need more education. You need more certifications. You need more Mm -hmm. testimonials. Like we always are looking for that more and more and more that those were two huge ones was someone, people want something tangible and who are you to do this work? exactly. Those were like the biggest ones. And I think that that's probably pretty typical for most entrepreneurs, at least when they're, when you're first starting out. And I know like some people that I hang out with, like they're multimillionaires and they're Mm -hmm. still struggling with that. So I think it's just a huge pattern that all of us, I share that because no matter what level of success you're at, we all struggle with some sort of level of imposter syndrome. Like Mm -hmm. it just, it's a new level, new devil thing. But, um, how I got through it was I kind of sat to myself, I sat with myself and I said, all right, you don't think you're good enough to do this. What about the girl that's out there? That was you a year ago, two Mm -hmm. years ago, three years ago, that's struggling and is searching for the things that you already know how to do. Like I remember like in the beginning phases of going through like my spiritual awakening and understanding Kundalini and building businesses, it was really tough because I felt so alone. I Mm -hmm. felt like I didn't know where to go. I didn't have any direction. Um, and it was tough when I was going through the awakening by myself because the people around me in my life, they were supportive, but they didn't understand it. They were like, all right, well, I don't know what she's going through. I'm going to love her and support her, but I don't know what she's going through. And then I live um, on Long Island and I would be traveling like hours to try to find these teachers to support me, to help me. And I'm so grateful that I went through that, but I was like, how can I make this easier for that girl, for that girl mm-hmm. that was struggling, for that girl that didn't even have $20 to her name, for that girl that, you know, was mm-hmm. just facing around this idea, but didn't know how to support herself. How can I support her? Because I don't need, I don't need another certification to do this. I've already been through that. I've already received those tools. I really already know that knowledge that I can help her with. So Mm -hmm. who am I to hold that back? And I think, that was the biggest transition for me was, well, actually, who am I to hold this story back? Who am I to hold these tools back? Um, you know, it's almost selfish in a way when we don't share our gifts because there's so many people out there that need to be healed, that need to be inspired, that need to be transformed mm-hmm. by us and our story because, you know, we don't need a PhD to like be the, the masters at something. You're never going to be a master at anything, but teach where you are right now and you can change someone's
0: life. Mm-hmm. I totally agree because sometimes it feels like you don't know enough, Yes, but there's always someone that was in, like you said, that place that you were in before that could definitely benefit from not only the things that you know, but the way that you went through it. And everyone's experience is so, so different that -hmm. if you can find someone who has an experience similar to yours and they're going through like what you went through, like your words, like your experience has so, so much impact on them and their situation. Agreed. Agreed 110%.
1: So
0: my next question is, so On your side again, you also talk about being a multi-passionate entrepreneur, which I Mm -hmm. feel like so many people can relate to because I know I have friends who are like, I'm interested in this and this and this. Like, how do you narrow down, right? And I guess I want to know how you went from, you know, knowing all these things about spirituality and narrowing in on Kundalini and saying that this is what you were going to do if you had like all these other interests.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I think all of us, you know, I, I think as, as entrepreneurs, we're actually artists and artists mm-hmm. have so many ideas, right? Cause we're just like constantly creating in the motion. Um, and that can be also, it could be our biggest, you know, successor in our businesses, but it can also be the biggest downfall because it could stop us from taking action because we have all the ideas and it's like, well, what do I do with all these ideas? How do I build a business? And I've worked with people before that have like, four different Instagram accounts and three different websites. And I'm like, what are you doing? We need to blend all of them. So Mm -hmm. actually something that I teach inside my programs is something called the sacred swirl formula, which is Mm -hmm. it teaches people how to take all of their, their ideas, all of their gifts and blend them together in a clear and cohesive way. So Mm -hmm. that helps you to feel like, all of you is being infused in your business instead Mm -hmm. of just like one tenth of you. And I think that that's really important. Um, that's where the, I try to like bust through the idea of niching. I feel like we don't Mm -hmm. have to get super specific on one thing. We can blend all of our ideas, all of our gifts together in a clear and cohesive way. So that way we can make impact and income through our business. So although I'm saying I'm a Kundalini business coach, Mm -hmm. when you get inside my programs, it's Kundalini traditional Chinese medicine Mm -hmm. it's human design, it's quantum physics. It's all the things, but you uh, know, uh, the the big title is the Kundalini because that's like the foundation for everything that I do.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love that you just touched on human design because of yes! course I want to get into that a little bit too. So I like I saw you did a story one day where you were talking about or you were asking people like, oh, like what is your human design type? And I feel like I've taken all the tests. I'm like I know my Enneagram, like I know my <laughs> Sun Moon Rising, like I have my middle chart like on my phone, ready to go at any minute. Yeah. You and never I'm, know who's gonna ask you. <laughs> yeah, like I wait, wait, what are you? What are your um sun, moon, and
1: rising signs? Yep. So I am a Scorpio sun, mm. I'm a Taurus rising, and I'm an Aries moon. I
0: love it. I'm a Taurus sun, Cancer moon, Aquarius Ooh. rising. Oh, I love it. That's yes. a great combo. Okay. I love it. <laughs> okay, so yes, I saw you did a story and you were like, What is your human design type? And I was just like, my human design type? Like, what's that? So, of course, I look it up, I dive into the rabbit hole of figuring out what human design is. And Mm -hmm. I was so floored because I ended up finding out that I'm a projector. And every single thing I I know, every single (laughs) thing that I was reading about projectors, like, it made so much sense. Mm -hmm. And I guess I want to know. How did you stumble upon human design and how that has really like made an impact in you growing your business and just learning more about yourself?
1: Mm. Oh, yay. I'm sorry to be talking about human design. Um, I am by no means a human design expert, but I love it and I bring it into my life and it's my business and it's had such a profound effect. So I'm a projector as well. We're very mm-hmm. special um, <laughs> as projectors, but um, I stumbled upon human design, I would say, about three years ago, three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was back when I was going through a Kundalini training. I, the training that I went through for Kundalini, um, it was very different than the regular teacher training. It went through the traditional teacher training techniques, plus it combined, um, Chinese medicine, human design and sound healing. So that's how it initially started. Yeah. It was a beautiful combination of yummy things. And I was like, yes, I'm in, I want to learn about all that stuff. So that's how it initially started, and um. Mm-hmm. Like, you you know, when you start learning about your profile, I think just as humans, we always want to learn more about ourselves, why we act a certain way, uh, why we fit in, why we don't fit in, why we want to do this, why we, like, we just want to know why. Like, that's just, we're, we're curious, right? So when I first started learning about it and learning about being a projector, I was like, oh. God, that makes so much sense. Like, yes, like that's me. How did the, how did this person mm-hmm. know this about me? Um, and you know, the way that I use human design is I'm basing my business strategy off of it. Mm-hmm. I teach my clients how to build their businesses based off of it. Um, you know, the, the work that I do, it's a very energetic approach to business building. We're focusing in on your energy first and then taking aligned business action. So it's really important to understand what is your design and then we can mold your business accordingly because someone that is a projector is going to have a very different business model than someone that's a generator. Like they're just built so differently. Um, and I think that, you know, uh, for the people that are listening, um, 70% of the population of the world are generators. So Mm -hmm. most of us, when we go to become an entrepreneur, we fall into the generator mode where it's like, let's just do everything and have Mm -hmm. all the things going at once. And if you're a projector, manifestor, reflector, you're going to burn out. Like that's not how you should run your business. So for me, it was, that was, that was a huge, um, turning point to really understanding human design, understanding how my business should be run, how I should be working with clients Mm -hmm. and maximizing that. And that's actually allowed me to work less, but earn a hell of a lot more because Mm -hmm. I'm working for, you know, according to what my design is. And I'm also infusing in Chinese medicine and a lot of other yummy tools. But I think it's really important for us to understand what is our natural rhythms to success. We all run on patterns. We all run on um, patterns to success, and we all have a unique pattern to success. So when we're looking at our human design, we're looking at our astrology, we're looking at your traditional Chinese medicine elements um, and what makes you you, and then you build the business accordingly. It's like, how could you not be successful? It's something that's unique to your own energetic blueprint. So of course mm-hmm. it's going to be successful and you're not going to feel burnt out while you're doing it. hmm
0: Oh, I love that. And learning that um so much of the world that they're generators, I feel like it makes so much sense because I feel like in this world, this society, we're taught that it's like hard work. The more you do, the more you get mm. putting in all this energy. And people talk about like hustling and hustle mode and yeah. all these things. And it's like not everyone is built that way. Not everyone can actually work really hard all the time and get these results because sometimes people do burn out. And sometimes it's like, you don't need to actually be working 40 plus hours a week to have really good results. So I like that you touch on that. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, I'd love to ask you for someone who's like looking to incorporate some of these things, whether it be human design, um, Kundalini, or even some of that traditional Chinese medicine that you talk Mm -hmm. about into either just like them in their life, like learning to better their lives or um, as an entrepreneur or in their career, if they choose to stay like in the nine to five, like where would you suggest they start? I know you have a free training um, because I signed up for like that. I think it was like a free Kundalini intro training where you have Mm -hmm. like a video kind of like describing Kundalini and doing like that kind of intro. Kriya, Mm -hmm. but where would you suggest someone start?
1: Yeah, I think that that Kriya that they're speaking about right now is probably your best bet. It's on my website. It's just a free Kundalini challenge. Um, If you Google Kundalini, I just suggest not because there's just so much information out there and there's a lot of like crazy stuff written about it. And the way I teach Mm it is really safe. Mm -hmm. Um, And I teach it how you can apply it to business. So there are in Kundalini, there's 8,000 different practices of it, different yogic sets. So there's a lot, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like if you Google it, there's like just a ton of information. Mm -hmm. Um, I just love to simplify it and make it super easy for the entrepreneurs. So Mm-hmm. The one I have on my website is focusing on prosperity and radiance and magnetizing. It could be your clients, but it could just be love. It could just be magnetizing anything you want in your life. So that's a great mm-hmm. starter point because you're teaching. I'm teaching you what is Kundalini, how to, how to even practice it in a safe way, and then a kriya that you could pr- practice for 40 days and see massive results in your life and in your business.
0: Oh my gosh, I love it. I actually just picked up a, um, I think it was like a crystal guidebook. And so it cool. has like a whole bunch of stuff about crystals. And I think they have kundalini kriyas in it because like some of the things I used to like, like one of them, I remember like looking at it, I like randomly stumbled to the page and it was like this love thing of like drawing in love. And it was, um, you had to say a certain thing, like every, I think every day for 40 days. And it was like, you have to say it 108 times. I think it was a kriya, but I'm not not really sure, but, um, (laughs) I guess. Okay. So my next question is, so I recently did like an Instagram story where I was talking about morning routines because everyone has a morning routine. I feel like so many people talk about this, like waking up early, going to the gym every morning, doing your meditation, like this very, it's almost become like a strict way of thinking about the morning routine. Yeah, And I feel like everyone has their own specific needs, right? In the morning, I don't prefer to journal. I know some people are like, that's the thing. They have to journal. Some people pull cards, whatever it is. But I know that you've done stories where you're talking about like pulling cards or you sit with some of your crystals, you do your kriyas. I guess what do you, like where would you tell someone to start with like making a morning routine for them that is going to be really beneficial to like having the right energy to start their day?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love that. Um, I, I think you're right. There is so much like rigidity now to like morning mm-hmm. routines where it's like you have to do this to be successful, or this is like the morning routine for this. I think what's really important for anyone is really asking and tuning into yourself. What it, what do I need today? Mm-hmm. What do I need right now in this moment? Um, and allowing yourself to be flexible and allowing yourself to take action on what your intuition is telling you is super important. Mm-hmm. My personally, my morning routine changes all the time because I believe in alignment first. I don't want to just do something because I feel like I have to do something. I want to do something because it feels really yummy for me. So yes, I love to wake up and most of the time I'm putting on like my candles and putting on my diffusers and putting on essential oils. That's typically like just, I just love my house to smell good. Like I just Ooh, love having love that, me. like, you know, that yumminess to it. And then from there, it's just, you know, I'll either journal or I'll pull cards. I'll most likely do a Kriya, but mm-hmm. there's no set, um, I don't know, there's no set like one, two, three, this is what I do. It's just like, what do I need? Brianna, what do you need right now? What does your business need right now? How can you serve your audience in a greater way? Um, What does your body need to be doing? How do you need Mm -hmm. to move? And I think that that's really important when you're just sitting in bed and just closing your eyes and saying, okay, body, what do you need? Okay, energy. What do you need? Okay, business. What do you need? And Mm -hmm. then just whatever is coming to your mind, taking action on that and giving yourself permission to do that. Like sometimes what I need is I need to go for a walk. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I don't need to journal because I need to be going and doing some, you know, yoga and moving my body. Like it's just really important. I think to ask yourself and have that inner dialogue with yourself. And something that I teach inside of my programs is helping women to diagnose their own energy using Chinese Mm. medicine. So we're using the five elements of fire, water, earth, wood, and metal, and you can see where you're imbalanced. um, And then we create your schedule accordingly. So in Chinese medicine, there's something called the Chinese medicine clock. And every four hours, the element changes. So you can actually Mm. figure out according to your energy, when you Mm. should be waking up, when you should be going to sleep, when you should be eating, when you should be launching your business, when is the most beneficial time to be doing sales calls, um, when to be working with clients, when to be writing content. I find that to be super beneficial because not everyone should be waking up at 5am, not everyone should Mm -hmm. be at (laughs) 7am, not everyone should be going to bed at 10.30pm. You know, we Mm -hmm. really have to understand what is our natural rhythm to success Mm -hmm. and honoring ourselves where we are at in the moment every single day. And I think that's really important.
0: Oh, I love it. Uh, it just really speaks to the fact that we literally are all so unique and it's like so one person's, you know, method to success or one person's like blueprints or whatever it is, is not gonna, it may not necessarily work for you. Like it might work a little bit or it might work a lot, but it, it doesn't, um, we're all different. So I really love that you touch on mm, that. Yes. So, I I guess I want to, like, wrap up okay. by asking you just if you could leave the audience with any advice about spirituality, kundalini, um, Chinese medicine. When it comes to someone who's trying to find their calling or follow their calling or start a certain business, um, like, what would you say to them? Or what mm-hmm. advice would you give that you may have uh, to give yourself if you were like kind of talking to past you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. I think the biggest thing is, is just allowing yourself to be heard, allowing that inner voice to be heard. We all have an intuition. Um, some of us are bar- born with it a lot stronger than others, just like how some people are amazing athletes and other people have to work really hard to be an athlete. We all have an intuition. I think it's really important to let that inner voice be heard in and, 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 soft ways and loud ways. Cause when we stifle that, um, then it gets you know then it gets really weak so what's really important is when you're thinking about starting your own business start taking action on it, on those little ideas that you have in any way that you can just start taking action. Instead of saying, I'll do this next week. I'll do this in a month from now. I need to talk to my friend about this. I need to talk to my mom about this. Just Mm -hmm. take action. What is the small thing that you could do right here, right now? Maybe it's buying the domain name. Maybe it's, you know, transferring your Instagram over to like a business Instagram page or something like that. Like those small little actions add up. And I think that sometimes we forget that we think that, you know, success can only be quantified by those big leaps, but sometimes it's the little steps that make the biggest impact.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that you said that because I have, I guess, recently been like, battling with some of those thoughts and thinking those same things because when you're taking some of the small actions in your day-to-day sometimes it doesn't feel like you're moving forward or doesn't feel like you know things are changing but it's like when you really look back on it and you're like where did I come from like look at those small actions I took and like where I am now you start to realize that the success really is in that day-to-day and that consistency over time and yes there might be like big moments here and there but it's like really the person who's like taking that step every single day yes. they eventually consistency
1: to just the consistency <laughs> over and over again and yeah. I, I've been like you know I've been doing a lot of these interviews lately and for some reason the same quote keeps popping up so I want to share it I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't think I know it exactly but I heard it recently it's a Steve Jobs quote and he, it was something along the lines of you can't connect the dots moving forward you can only turn around and then see the dots and connect them and I think that that's really important
0: that's actually one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, it's like I, I know the one you're talking about yeah. and I have to say that to myself so many times because yeah. it's like sometimes you're like trying to to see what the future looks like and it's yeah. like it's also it reminds me of another quote that like hindsight is uh, twenty twenty. So like when you look back, it's like everything will make sense. You're like connecting. You're like oh, this led to this led to this. But it's like looking forward, you can't be like what I'm doing now will lead to this to this. Yeah, it's just like not a thing. And although I'm like I don't know if you're one of those people who also you know believes that everything happens in the here and now, but it's like it I it's one of those things where even though everything is happening in the now, you may not see what is. What you're going to be connected to later, if that makes sense. Yes. It's like now I'm yeah, seeing <laughs> all these crazy things, but yeah.
1: Totally. Yeah, no, I I love that. And I think it's so important to remember that, especially when you're trying to become an entrepreneur, you don't realize the ripple effect that you're going to have for your future self by doing Mm -hmm. these small things. And just like as a small little story, as a reminder for that a little over a year ago, I got this idea to do free trainings inside of my Facebook group, the Rising Mm -hmm. Line Sisterhood. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do these free trainings. It's just like an inspired idea. It came to me and I was like, yeah, let me just do these free trainings. So I started doing them. I had no idea why I was doing them, but I was like, all right, I just feel like I need to do this. Now I've been doing them for over a year. Now I have over 80 free trainings inside that group and it's, I would have never known it had grown into like the biggest thing possible, the most promotional thing for my business. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. one of those things that now People are like, wow, she has over eighty something trainings in her group. I have to get in there, blah blah. blah. But if I never started that, if I never took action on that idea, I would never have the eighty free trainings now, right? Like it's it's so important to just like listen to that intuition, take action on it, and don't question. Like I I normally would have probably been like, well, what is this going to do for me? What is this going to do for my business? Why am I doing these free trainings? And now a year later, I have over eighty of them in there. It's like the biggest seller for my business, and it's a great way to grow the community. So I think that's probably like a little like subpoint to what I want to leave people with is like, when you get an idea, don't question it. It's, if it's coming through you, it's coming through you for a reason and just take action on it. And you have no idea what the result is going to be.
0: Oh my gosh, I absolutely agree. Like those little nudges. And one okay. thing I have noticed is that if you don't listen to it, it will keep on nudging you. Like mm-hmm. you'll keep getting it until you take that. Totally.
1: Out. Or and- what I notice is it'll keep nudging you or it'll give that idea to someone else, like in your area and then you'll Mm -hmm. see them and say, damn it. That was my Mm -hmm. I knew I was should have been doing that. Now she's doing it, right? Like I think Mm -hmm. the universe likes to play games like that too. Like you should have listened to us. (laughs) You should have taken action.
0: (laughs) I love it. Oh oh my gosh. This has been so refreshing. So So good to have you on. Literally like when I stumbled across you on, I think it was Instagram first. Um I just had to follow you. You like, you just radiate such amazing energy, such positivity. And I will obviously link all your stuff like down in the show notes, but seriously, I am so happy that you came on here to chat with me today.
1: Oh gosh. Thank you so much. This was amazing. Such a beautiful opportunity. And I so appreciate you for giving me the space to hop on here and connect with you and your audience.
0: Thank you. So that was the episode with Brianna Rose. I hope you guys really, really, really enjoyed it. I'll go ahead and like I said in the intro, leave all of her information down below in the show notes so you guys can go ahead and give her a follow over on Instagram and go ahead and get that free kundalini training that we mentioned during the talk. And I think that's it, you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and make sure you leave me a review on iTunes. I love your reviews. As you guys know, I talk about how much I love them in like every single episode, but go ahead and and leave me an iTunes review, and I will chat with you in the next episode. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening, and I hope you guys have an amazing day, morning, night, whatever time you're listening to this. Bye. Hi, my love.